Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Podcast about how I'm a prick. <laughs> it's also a podcast about kids in the hall. We'll be reviewing Bravo. every episode with witty banter, unmissable segments like Mark McKinney's devil is the basis for all other rock and roll devils that have come since and is amazing. And oh no, Mark McKinney is in blackface again. Mm. <laughs> I'm Trevor Record, and I'm joined by Kalina McCordoff in London, England. Hi. <laughs> Han Seidemann in Prince Rupert, Canada. Smoking on that train, chewing on a jelly roll. <laughs> <laughs> and Stuart Derek Kotick in Vancouver, Canada. Okay, I'm also present, but now I can't stop thinking, are there non-French mimes? This is really wrinkling my brain. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I definitely think there are, but... Uh, so... Hungarian mimes. <laughs> it's actually called sparkling pantomime. <laughs> sparkling pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good That was a good take. <laughs> Uh, so this week we'll be reviewing episode 16 of season three, which aired at, at some point in 1992. Look, we've uh, lost IMDb all sense of time. doesn't tell us when anymore, yeah. but, uh, let's kick things off with our sketch rundown. We had celebrities, Scott Thompson looks like, uh, we've never seen him, Johnny Ritter and Jeffrey Dahmer in the same, same room together. Is that a coincidence? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm extremely glad this wasn't a cop, so I was kind of tired of every episode opening with cops, so I think they should have done this kind of thing more often. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one insane person. Uh, the Sizzler sisters reunite, uh, but Jerry, too, has been taking his medicine, and he's normal now. Apparently, his name is actually Lister. Jerry, too, is apparently also really Jean Paul, and he used to be a mime instructor. A reputable mime instructor. A, a French, French mime instructor. Mime instructor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact, girl, in the importance of cleaning your ears and... Uh, Vanilla Ice. Um, uh, apparently, Vanilla Ice's career has crashed so badly, he is selling vanilla ice cream again. Hey, look, if you don't they clean was... your ears for two to three hours a day, you're going to get in trouble, you know? Mm. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. You'll be a dirty boy, <laughs> Trevor. so many times. Mm. Life after death. Uh, Mississippi Gary is back. Uh, and he sings a, so- a song um, about getting your tongue stuck in a fan and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's not his song. It's God's song. That's true. That's right. God God put him back on earth to sing this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Garbage Man Fan, uh, where Bruce plays a man that's a fan of the the garbage collectors. Or is With, he? Yeah. Bravo! <laughs> Bravo! Within like our unified Bruce theory, this is the most Gavin adult so, Bruce. Sure. Yeah. Aside from my pen guy, this is totally... Yeah. I was about to say I work for the city here, and I also um, am am like helping design some of our waste collection programs. So like I feel like this is the truest expression of me, you know. <laughs> uh, and finally, in search of pot, where Bauer makes a deal with the devil to be high forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's start things off with a, a short short but sweet one, where I would just want to ask what what celebrity does Scott look the most like? Because uh, he does quite a few, and he's actually really good. He's doing some good cosplay here. I, I but mm-hmm. I think his Jeffrey Dahmer is very convincing. Yeah, no, it was very good. Yeah, but I just found it really 
I thought his John Denver his was John Denver was mwah. his John Denver was spot on. Yeah, they were tremendous. I Charlton Heston was very good, except it was in black and white, so I don't know quite how close it was. But it, it was, it was quite can we good. please point out the fact that he dressed up as Yentl Streisand and credited as Yentl Streisand? That's phenomenal. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Who, credited who is as Yentl Streisand, by the way. No, so Yentl Streisand I... doesn't exist, does she? Okay, so I'm pretty sure, and I'm not super familiar, so please yell at me a lot in the comments, but that Yentl is a Barbara Streisand film in which she impersonates a man for some reason, I presume, for career-related. And so oh. Yentl Streisand is like the male character Barbie Streisand has to play, and there's just layers to that, and also like sneaking in the icons, you know? Wait, I really want to know now, because I thought that that was just two pictures of Scott, but if it was... Mm. Barbara no, Streisand dressed as Yentl, then yeah. that is by far the best resemblance. That's that was, what I'm I, saying. That was <laughs> okay. fucking uncanny. I, I thought that, that was two pictures of of Scott, and that it was a, some sort of weird joke. Okay, so it was actually Yentl Mendel in the in the movie. Okay, but it's Barbara Streisand but, as Yentl Mendel. But he cr he credits it as here's me as Yentl Streisand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is a, a joke within a joke that went over most of our heads, except for Stu, who's hey! the only smart person on this. Job, that well, is I mean, the I... only time those words have ever been uttered about me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, does Barbara Streisand have a brother or something? What's going on? But then it looked like... Also, Go ahead. We, we can definitely put this uh, as a link in our Twitter where perhaps people could vote. Um, there's a great Tumblr. Someone's put all of these photos uh, next to each other, which is grand. Wait, that's nice. the entire Tumblr is just pictures of, or like one no, post? it's a single post. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hold on. That is the same picture, isn't it? That's just that's just Scott Thompson. It's yeah, I know. Yeah, that was. I think that was the joke. Okay, so it isn't actually yeah. Barbara Streisand. Okay. No, no. Okay, thank God. I was like that. That would be too much if that was actually two different people. Yeah. His Jeffrey Dahmer is pretty good though. You're right. But ah, oh, see now I'm like changing my mind. I feel like I just like his rendition of John Ritter. It's a fantastic. <laughs> such a that's one of the weaker ones though. <laughs> it's funny though. Yeah. But his, it is, it's very his funny. John Denver is the best authentic uh, match, I think. True. Yeah. yeah, that's true. The thing is about the John Ritter one, it kind of reminds me of um, Guy in a Waiting Room. You guys remember that sketch? <laughs> Which I was, I was like, oh, is this a bit like... Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was just, it was quite funny. Where he plays someone who like is... Oh, it's like his like shoeless guy that he plays, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was wondering when the, when the sketch opened up why he looked so weird. And then, then, then obviously it played out at the end, but it wasn't such a good punchline, you know? Uh, yeah, it was good. I, I mean, I, I thought that it worked out in the end. Although you were right, as we were watching, I want, uh, I want it noted for the record so that Scott can get mad at us that uh, Kalina mentioned while we were watching this sketch that Scott had put on some weight. So uh, <laughs> she's like, "Hey, uh, Scott's gotten a bit. Uh, he's, he's not not as in shape as he used see, to be." See, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I like him with the scruff. We don't usually see a scruffy Scott. But it was all the, worthwhile because it was in service of looking like Jeffrey Dahmer. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I if you want to so be sexy. For Scott to just hate me. <laughs> so much. Well, then you can, Kalina. I, I think I think before we get into this, just because Scott did a, a good open, they, he also had a really good close, and I, I just want to talk for our our second segment about how much I loved the last segment, the Bauer sketch, where yes. Bauer wants to buy weed because it's it's just such a long, good, weird one that has mm -hmm. so much stuff going in on it. So uh, yeah, I, and it, it's so 
the premise is basically that Bauer just wants to buy weed and he goes and he talks to all these people and like they have everything but weed. Yeah. Um, so he goes and he talks to a stripper, then he goes to basically a crack den and he eventually has to make a deal with the devil to get weed. Yeah. But what it's I just... find delightful about this is that he opens up the sketch by being on the phone and it actually is him to his mom. He's asking right. his yeah. mom for weed. Yeah, exactly. That's how yeah. it starts. Who, I mean, let's, let's, uh, let's be thankful that her arm grew back. That's good. You know, that is good. That. One of the things I love about the sketch too is that it is a, the setup is a Faustian pact but there's no regret, which I love. Like, Bauer is kind of weird <laughs> bodhisattva transcendentalism where it's like, yeah, you know, like, a good jean jacket just takes time, but brain cells, those are... Like, the idea that you gotta cook your brain and that's the best way to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the devil seems pretty happy with his jean jacket, so really it's a win-win. The noodles are gonna rip it. Yeah, the noodles, man. I really just like that this in so many ways is a time capsule for Canada. I mean, I'm still away while you guys have legalized uh, weed. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. And boy, this, boy. This, is, this is such history for the country now. Oh. And, and I, the, just the conspiracy, too, because there's... I mean, I come from a very small town where the conspiracy theories run rife. And the idea that, like, the government is controlled by the oil companies. The oil companies don't want the weed out there because it's no, they know it's a more efficient form of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is honestly a, an idea that I've heard. Oh, I, I, was a, I was a pretty, like, I smoked a lot of weed in my very early 20s and uh, for like a period of a couple of years. And I definitely had friends that like would go off on weed and oil conspiracy theories uh, around that time. So this, this felt very true to me. What Kalina said about this being a um, like time capsule is also very true because I think even in the states things have like cooled down quite a bit. But it did used to be that like if you wanted very gateway low level drugs, sometimes you just had to deal with like kind of unsavory characters mm -hmm. for like what you were doing. You know, it's like this is very very low level drugs and for some reason you're now in the house of someone that you would never really want to interact with normally mm -hmm. the yes. strangest thing is like moving to a country where um you know just as canada was legalizing it's seen as such a serious more serious issue uh, here in the uk and it, it's just it's just the, the whole cultural thing is completely different and you just you don't have the same sort of like long-haired hippie like jean jack wearing like stoners it's, it's you don't disappointing. it's disappointing there's no there's no stoners in the uk well there are but they're just a different breed you know they're a different type of stoner huh? but they suck yeah they wear suit jackets <laughs> and they call themselves Genevieve, and they uh, <laughs> that's their they that's their... definitely don't go to the effort to like make deals with the devil that's for sure mm. <laughs> I mean, I think just in general, too, uh, I think I loved about the sketch is that we took a character that was like an identifiable character, but was like a smaller character and Bauer, got to yeah. have a deep dive into them. And I'm trying to think if we've ever had that before and if we're likely to ever have it again. But I was I mean, because there's not a lot of smaller side characters that, you know, that that would be even candidates for a deep dive like Bauer was. But I, anyways, I was very pleased what that I, we got a, a Bauer like deep dive. I like the Bobby is a side character in this one. Yeah. This, but yeah. it's not Bobby, it's Terrence. No, it's no, it's Bobby Terrence. Oh, you're right. Bauer, Bauer was referring to him as his last, last name, and Bauer is his last name as well, right? Smart. Also, what's great is that Bellini is found, like, in the drug den. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just getting a big old needle in his butt. 
as you do. I like that. That's why he's. That's like the the conspiracy theory as to why he's always in a towel because he's waiting for a steroid injection. As you do. <laughs> I liked the like um, the various drug use things that were happening there too, where there was like someone kind of getting an enema of some sort as well. Yeah. What, when was that? There was someone, yeah. They they had like a, a like colonoscopy bag that they were kept oh, on. I was, oh, I thought that was like I thought that was going like, into his peen, honestly. Yeah, I thought that was a peen pump. Yeah, I thought that was a I, peen pump. Well, but then smoke kept coming out his butt or something. I, oh, I don't... clearly you've never had your peen pumped in a crack den, so. <laughs> I I liked the businessman licking the slug. That was nice. Oh, that yeah. was so weird. The thing is, I remember seeing this as a kid, and like that that Kevin Kevin's eye, mm-hmm. like the Kevin voice, just still haunts my brain. Yeah, I liked I liked that the eye the eye doesn't like weed because it makes me red. That was that's a cute throwaway. <laughs> I like the random punk chick in the background squatting on an oil barrel, eating a container of whipped cream, and he's like, "No, I'm no, good." I see. I thought it was what is it called? What's cottage that? cheese. Cottage no, cheese. I thought. No, yeah. No, you know what's it called? Like um, ambrosia salad. It's oh like the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it's on top yeah. of that whipped cream. Hello. It's a good point. Oh. Stu's got a point. I'm looking at the whole man. You, got, you can't get... You can't well, get I didn't know we were doing holistic interpretations. <laughs> I did also like the back and forth between Bauer and the cop asking about, like, ulcer medication and the oh, pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin, Kevin, like, subtly <clears throat> winking at Bauer while just, like, like squinting both of his eyes because Kevin's cop does not know how to wink, which was very Kevin. <laughs> I totally identify with that. <laughs> not knowing how to wink? I can't wink. I just... <laughs> that's very oh, cute. that's very Kalina. Oh, Kalina. Like, <laughs> oh my god, have you ever tried to sexy wink at somebody? Because I need to know all the details. <laughs> that's why my love life was so hot. Yeah. <laughs> I just think about Lucille from Arrested Development. Like, is it a yes, wink exactly. guy suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> Kalina gets so much ass, it's crazy. You better believe it. Everyone just says, like, where are your glasses? Where do you think that and is? that's part of the moves. That's the big move is you're, like, back at your place, and then you try to and do it again. She, and just then like, she pulls Ugh. some nuts out of her cheeks, and then and they, it's <laughs> off to the races. Delightful. Little raccoon. Mm, One part about this sketch that I like a lot is just Mark's devil character is the perfect devil character in my mind, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've seen a lot of comedy shows do this character, and I'm like, no, that Mark does it the best. He's the best devil that I've ever seen. In terms of time continuums, I do wonder whether um, Bauer and Bobby have a discussion about They're like, oh, yeah, I, I also battled the devil or like no. stole something to the devil. Like, did we not talk about this? But they're such dumb shits, they would never figure out that it was the same one. Like, they would never come up. But you, you, don't, you think they think that there's more than one devil? No, I no. just think that like they're so dumb. It would just like they would never have that. I'd be like, oh, that's crazy, man, and then like move on yeah, immediately. Yeah, but like, he's like, oh, but he, he the final like quote from Bobby is like, oh man, like was it worth it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Bobby's aware that he met the devil. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking also, that Bobby would have told about his guitar battle with the devil. Well, too. no, I think I think this happened before the guitar battle because this like no. he's got well like listen, hear me out. So he makes this deal with Bauer. Bauer gets the pot stuff, and then he's got the jean jacket. He's getting ready to start his band, and then Bobby's practicing, and now the the devil's all full of piss and vinegar. And he's like, check out how good I am at guitar, and then Bobby dashes his dreams, and that then but the band has to break up. Is he wearing the, the jean jacket in the scene? No, he's yeah, wearing a leather jacket. Also, Kalina, I've been sitting on this for a while. Can you please give us the devil's tagline? Because you do it so good. Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. 
always ready for it. Uh, just, just so our listeners know, Kleena does that in regular conversations. <laughs> people that haven't seen kids in the hall. With normies, too. <laughs> it's great. First with, like, really inappropriate songs in Greece too. <laughs> Reproduction. Reproduction. Uh, I'm going to cut this. <laughs> so uh, I think this is a natural segue, though, for best kid, worst kid. And I, th- I think there's only two choices for best kid for this episode, and it's Scott or Mark. And really, it's like, does Scott get best kid or does Mark simultaneously get best and worst kid? Wait, did you just say Scott gets best and worst kid? Or Mark? No, no, Mark. Mark's, does Mark simultaneously get worst and best kid? Why, or does why, Scott just why pick is his Mark kid? best? Why? For the devil. He does a good devil, but also, I and I have to say this, even though we're going to have to do Millennial Microaggression Hour at some point, Woo! the Mississippi Gary song was good. It's really good. That's it's the thing also, that kills me is the character is really good, and he has all these little great vocal mannerisms like oif to yeah. say earth. But then you see the color and the hair, and you're like, this is the most egregious of the like black faces. Yes. Too. What's, yeah. what's annoying about it is that we only what maybe like half a season ago were able to give like minor like finger clicks to Mark for being like, "Wow, you recognize the mistake you made by doing blackface with your Mississippi Gary character with your lily with white lily, hands, lily white collegiate hands." Yes. And and yet here we are again. And then right. It's as if he forgot that even happened. Yeah, uh. he's learned nothing. I will give best kid to Scott this episode because uh, because Scott was great as Bauer. He was also great in that uh, like opening sketch. Like that is he, that is one of the best cold opens I've seen, and it was yeah, so it's, low it's budget. It's a great cold yeah, yes, open. Yes, yes. So he bookends the show very well, um, and he yeah he isn't tainted by blackface, and yeah. So he was just he was just solid, good good Scott. And I don't know, I don't want to give worst kid to Mark necessarily. I but I do. <laughs> 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 I want to. I'm very I, I eager to do that. It's just. It's I'll part totally of... dole that out to him for sure. And 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 yeah. In terms of best, gonna join you with Scott. Also going to add in while I know, um, Stu, you're gonna hate me for it. I do love the vanilla ice bit in the. In oh, the no, 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 no. The vanilla ice bit is good and like it, but yeah. it, it leans on Scott's strength. I just I hate the framing because I hate that's a fat girl. I I thought it was lazy by even it's a fat girl standards. Yeah. Oh, I like, like the dance the, the execution no. is good, but the joke is dumb. Um, yeah, agreed. I wouldn't agreed. go to bat for this one, but I want to put up for consideration Dave in the one Sizzler sister is really yeah. good because he gets the both play straight man and yeah. over the top. And how he slips into like, Brick! no, don't I don't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> he has a normal life I just, now. I didn't yeah. like the construction of that sketch, though, because it just felt like they had a good thing and they were trying to recapture some glory and this was the only way they could quite get there. And it didn't quite have the same like energy as the uh, as the other sizzler sisters oh i I disagree because i feel like i feel like it transcends it a little bit because it's not just using the exact same formula that we've seen for the last two entries which is two clearly insane people that you got to have one clearly insane person who then became two clearly insane people and we get to have great lines like i waited for you outside of the bus station under a pile of leaves as we agreed i waited there for a month (laughs) like yes (laughs) So are we all agreeing that Scott is best kid, though? Let's give it to Scott. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Bravo, Scott. Good Bauer. Okay, um, I I would say that maybe Mark was 
very good except for does he have to do mississippi gary like he did it this one you know yeah could he just not wear blackface i think it's because, a good song i think he built the character and he was like it's 1992 we can still do this and just didn't think about it yeah i mean i think he got shit for it even back then so yeah. the thing that sucks about it is like it is he d- the mannerism as you said Stu, mannerisms are all perfect it's like the construction of that sketch is very funny the song is very catchy and and like delightful and you know everything about it is great except for that he's in fucking back blackface and he just doesn't need to be and it's not even like microaggression <laughs> at this point it's like millennial macroaggression yeah <laughs> hour, we're just, you know we're just like it's not even it. yeah it's not even like it's not even disguised or like minor it's like pretty right up in your face but it is it would yeah. anyways it's a shame because it ruins an otherwise good bit and i'm i'm annoyed by that and it is a really it is really good execution also whoever they got for guitar was real good on the blues licks the tooth yeah we've been trying to guy, verify who this just let's call him tooth guy from now on because he's got weird tooth buck, guy. <laughs> he's got weird buck teeth <laughs> he was of. also Woo. in the he was at the end of the shirling he was in shirling he was the pal in the trying to pick a fight uh, sketch with from last season, I think it was. Yeah, he's one of their buddies. He's guy gets buddies. beat up a lot. Yeah. Well, moving on. Uh, why don't <laughs> we go on to our standout sketch uh, and the worst sketch, if if you want to name one, uh, with ratings out of five. Uh, Hans, what was your best sketch this episode? Well, okay, so um, I gave I just you know I gave. Life After Death, the Mississippi Gary sketch, a four out of five with a big asterisk. With a big asterisk, big asterisk, you know. Um, but In Search of Pot, I gave, like, a four. Uh, four and a quarter nugs out of five dreadlocks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's it's nice. It's got a good arc to it. I love the I love the conversation with the with the uh, stripper where she uh, has like four different types of cocaine and heroin, but no, but no weed. That was just delightful. And the ulcer the ulcer bit with the cop was very nice too. So, anyways, yeah. I love, all I love that she's discussed. a French stripper too, because that's the sexiest of all of. I like strippers. that she wants to smoke inside but can't unless it's part of her act. Well, and, and she, she needs, it was because of her snake. And she, she needs both hands the snake, for the yeah. snake. Exactly. Yeah. The snake's essential. So, anyways, yes. Uh, Bauer looking for weed. Four, four and a quarter. Uh, wow. Limbs growing High back out marks. of five. What? What does one get worst for you though? Oh, worst? Uh, probably. Honestly, I know you guys loved it, but the one insane person is is probably what? my, oh my least God, favorite. No. Yeah, I don't know. Descent, do descent against groupthink. <laughs> wow, so there, there's there's two it's a fact girls in this episode. I know, too. and I like them both better. Mm. Wow, I you know what I, I will I will actually agree with you. Not that it was the worst. I, I think that the uh, vanilla ice it's a fact girl is the worst in this episode. But I didn't love the Sizzler sisters Thank sketch. You. It just landed a little flat. It started out good. It's just I don't. They didn't recapture the magic. Yeah, it was just. <gasps> I just. It was I, li- I like. I love that bit mm-hmm. where he's like, "Come on, Jean Jean Pierre, don't you miss like running through the wind and <laughs> being and the birds and being in the box." He's like, "Quick, get out of that box before the bird pecks your eyes out." <laughs> but also a way for them to softball. Like, yes, we all went to theater school. I know. <laughs> When they were all trying to be part of Second City, ba- Bauer definitely the uh, the uh, in search of pot Bauer one gets number one for me. But I want to give honorable mention to the garbage man yes. fan one yeah. too. That one's like a solid four out of five. It's just got such good Bruce Gavin energy in it. And it's unpredictable. I just felt like they stomped. 
they, they stomped the premise with that, or like they they stomped the joke with that. Premise! It was so nice. <laughs> it was so nice and wholesome, and like, and I just liked it. It was a bad twist in the end yeah. that he worked for the city, but I, I just liked how he was buttering Mark up so well, and Mark kind of starts off all standoffish, but eventually it's like, oh, you collect garbage so sorrowfully, and he's like, yeah, I, I am a, kind of an artist when it comes to garbage. Collection. I, I, I do also like, like that he starts drinking, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, the throwaway in Garbage Man fan where he does, like, the rock star thing where he's like, yeah, I remember your letters. Like, I remember your garbage. And then just lists, like, extremely generic garbage, like, bottles. <laughs> yeah. and, he's like, that's know, my garbage. Cans. He's like, that's my garbage. He remembers. I'm like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I, I just, I like the, the ridiculous... Uh, Sorry, premises in my head. Ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> that um that he would that this this garbage fan would be like I've been thinking about getting a house on your route. Yeah. that would be the the possibility that you would you would decide the location of your new home purchase. Well, you've never had a great garbage man, obviously. I haven't. That's probably true. But no, you're right. I I, I do feel like it would have gotten probably my best sketch if it was not for that uh, twist at the end. In England, they call them Rumple Tumple Binmans, so that makes sense why you wouldn't have that. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I guess, uh, I, yeah, I'm also going to join you in search of pot, just because it's such a it's such a good, well-rounded sketch that keeps you engaged the whole time. Though I, I do think, like, second second uh, best was a tie for me between Garbage Man fan and One Insane Person, despite your guys' wrong interpretations of um, how great it was. So You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, what, what, what was your best and worst? Uh... Oh, did you have a worst, Kalina? Uh, worst, I'm gonna give to, I guess, I mean, Mississippi Gary just as a default, because sure. I must punish him. Uh, sure. mm -hmm. You know, I think we can all agree that Inserts of Pod is just so good, because it's such a long sketch that doesn't drag, yeah. and it's like, it's just really strong, there's yeah. so many weird features, the first time you see it, it's like, just such a ride. Sadly, I think I gotta give my worst to the vanilla ice. It's a fat girl because it has to be one of the two vanilla fat. It has to be one of the um, it's a fat girls, and I really like Scott as vanilla ice, but it felt very cheap. The in joke a way. that he got his name from selling vanilla ice cream is just not a good joke. And then the only and the only punchline is like, oh look, I'll dance like a. I, I, the, I, I didn't even was realize that, it... that was Scott. Yeah, no, he does a good, he does a good job. It's just the construction is bad, and I hate that formula. So I was mm. I was bummed. Wait, hold on, Trevor. I thought it was that once he had done his hit, he went on to sell. No, no, it was no, he, went he went back. Yeah, they say oh, he went I back see. to sell because his career was doing bad. But really, like like Stu, you think that that's better than the importance of cleaning? Yeah, because at least the worse. importance of cleaning years has the. No, I think the importance of cleaning years is slightly better because as much as again I hate it's a fat girl. But there's some good visual humor to the kid with the trees growing out of his ear. And Mark's dirty, like, boy. dirty boy, dirty boy, dirty, dirty boy. And like, that's a little bit of a better punchline than vanilla ice is a flavor. Yeah, you got it, guys. Mm. Mm -hmm. Also, they put him in profile, which is annoying, because if you want to see him do the dance, you got to, I don't yeah, know, the framing of that was camera. weird, too. But they always just put like a whole smear of Vaseline over any of the scenes that follow It's a Fat Girl. Like if you remember the first one where it was, was it Beethoven <laughs> writing his his first movement because of his orgasm or, or something? Yeah, because of an orgasm. Yeah. It was horrible. But it was just still like same thing, like that weird like non-clear Vaseline shot. Mm, strange. I see what you mean. 
So hence, right. hence why the side profile kind of makes sense. But sorry, I continue. Yes, but just like if you're doing it to show off dance moves, maybe do it in a way where you can actually see it. Yeah, fair enough. I like the dance moves, but anyways. I'm saying they were good. I'm saying we couldn't see it because of They're how they shot sick it. Sick moves, bro. Sick moves. Sick moves, moves bro. Hans was a dancer. He I, was. A former dancer. Former we got dancer. pretty drunk and watched some of his 13-year-old videos. It was very strange. Oh, jeez. Where did you get these? I want to see them now. Yeah, I want to see them. Oh, too. I was digitizing. I was digitizing my old VHS dance tapes the other day. And if enough people uh, message us, we will get Hans to put up some of his own gifts. I, I believe. I believe I showed off the my uh, provincial championship gala performance uh, from 1998. Uh, yes. Hans dropped some knowledge on us that really wrinkled my brain. That I was like, oh yeah, I paid for a bunch of my university from my winnings from dance. I'm like, <laughs> and then be like, mm -hmm. yeah, turns out female judges are really weird to male dancers when they're very underage. Oh, yeah, they're real horny towards, like, teen boys. It's weird. We just had oh, a whole bunch oh. of things to unpack that we should do oh, on no. the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do an episode this... where I just get drunk and, like, unravel uh, buried trauma from dancers. How about it? Join us for episode 17. All right, well, that's it for our episode 16 review. Join us next week for episode 17, which will be hosted by Stu. Hey, you can find us on Twitter at Kith and Tell Pod. Weigh in on your favorite sketch and enjoy some delightful gifts. Tell Thank Hans how to stretch. Kith and Tell. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's important to manage the energy in your heart chakra.